Hey, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Yud Aleph in Moi Kotten, as we learned for a four Shlema for Yosef Asriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Ma'uma. The Mishnah on daf Yud Aleph starts as follows. Osin Maka Lagagam, on Chalamoy, you're allowed to make a little fence on a roof or a merpeset, a porch which leads down from the upper story downstairs into the Chatzair. You're allowed to make such a thing. Maisehegit, if you do it, as unskilled labor. In other words, you don't hire professionals or use a professional to build it. That would be improper. But the rabbis allowed that probably mostly because of the sakana, because people could fall off the roof or fall off the repesit. But you don't do it with craftsmen or skilled labor. Shuffin as has stuck, and you could also seal up. You smear the cracks. Rashi over here, the, the, the pierce that we have here in Rashi, says that we're speaking about of an oven. Others say we're speaking about that of a roof. But in either case, you can put a little plaster cement to uh, close up the uh, cracks because that's necessary either for protection if it's the house or the oven to be used for uh, baking on chalamoy. In other words, what they do is they would pour, uh, uh, smear some plaster on these cracks and then they would use a roller to smooth it out. The lotion we have is bimagila, a roller, a simple roller, not a real, uh, a, not a real uh, a professional one. And then he says, be out of a regal with your hand or with your foot. So the Gemara is going to ask about this. It sounds like with your hand or with your foot, you can use this uh, unprofessional roller. But not with a professional roller. That's a real good one. A, a, a one that was used by, by skilled craftsmen. You can't do that. The Gemara will adjust this slightly. Okay, now we talk about things that you can fix. Uh, Hatsir is the pivot. In those days, the doors were not made like we have today where you hang a door with um, hinges on the side and it protects it, but rather they would do it the old way, which they would put a uh, socket in the ground, like a hole in the ground, in the ground, in the threshold, and in the above of, in the lintel above, there would be a hole there. And then there would be a pivot that was uh, stuck into the post. post, into the bottom of the door and the top of the door. So if those things break on Chalamoy, what do you do? Atsir, the pivot, Atsino, the socket, Bakora, the lintel, Bamano, a lock, Maftech, the key, whatever the, not the locks and keys necessarily the way we have today, but whatever the lock and key was, Shinishbur, if they broke, Metakmo, you have to fix them Chalamoy because you can't leave you know, the house without a door and without an ability to lock it up. So these things were necessary to do on Chalamoy. Again, <clears throat> when we talk about Things that we do on Yant on Chalamoy, the basic idea is something that would cause a loss, Dabra of it, and it can't be done in a professional way, right? Not something that's that uh, that's do that's done in a professional way, and it's got to be something that's necessary for the Chalamoy, right? And not you know, it's not too much work, where it's professional or what otherwise, just a simple way to do it. The bare minimum is what you're allowed. Well, actually, but don't postpone it. You can't do it where it's before Yantiv. You know, you say, oh, wait, I'll do it Chalamoy. We're not working anyway. I'll leave it for that. You don't do that. Only if it broke now and you have no choice, but you can't leave it to do the malach on purpose on Chalamoy. Any preserves, let's say you want to you want to preserve something, whether it is, whatever it is, cucumbers, vegetables, fish, whatever it is, Rashi gives an example of fish, anything that you do like that, um, uh, if, if it's only going to be for use after the Chag, obviously you can't do it. You can't do work on Chalamoy it's only going to benefit you afterwards. If it's something you can preserve and it only takes a day or two to preserve it, maybe fish, you salt them and maybe they'll last till, till uh, maybe the first day of Chalamoy, you want to use it later on a Chalamoy or use it on Yantif, then it's okay. 
lechomen bemoit, even on chalamoy, and it only take a day or two to do it, then kosher. But things that take a few weeks to pickle and to preserve, that you're not allowed to do. I said, what's an example of unskilled work that you're allowed to, we said, you're allowed to make the, um, the merpeset, uh, you know, to make a, 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 a fence around a merpeset or a roof. We had before palm and bay shrubs or leaves, uh, branches. Uh, the uh, Rashi says it that the dafn is like the posts. They, they stand up better, these bay ones, and the, maybe the palms are used on uh, crosswise. In any case, they use, that's what you do. That's like a temporary fence to keep people from falling. Not a professional way. You could use rocks. You could use stones. Ain't a tough to dip, but you don't cement them. That's also an unprofessional way to make a, uh, to make a pro- to make a fence that at least protect them from falling off. So we said you can smear up the cracks, whether that's in an oven or the roof. You can roll them with a roller. Sure, if you're allowed to use a roller, even an unprofessional one, be out of rugged boy. Certainly you could use your hand or your foot to smooth it out, just you know, rub your hand on it or your foot. You're not even using a roller there. So why does he tell you you can use a roller or an unprofessional one with your hand or with your foot? If you could you're talking about doing your hand and your foot, so what do you need a roller for? Says he me, boy, Zachikomer. Shuffleness is talking my gil and some aim my gil be out of regal. Means this. You can only use your hand or foot. You can you you plaster up the cracks. And you roll it with your hand or foot like a roller. You use your hand or foot like a roller of Lomachosim, but not with a professional roller. Because again, that's work that's called like Tirchi Yaseiro. Hatsir Vatsinor Vakar Vamenal Mutach Shanish Bumutak Moab. So we say over here these things that are parts of the door, the lock, etc. You're allowed to fix them on Chalamoid as long as you don't leave them to be done on Chalamoid. And there's a, the necessity just, just arose right now for a minute. Adyomov until the days of Yochan Kohen Gadol, Yapatish Makushalayim. They used to, uh, they used to. You could on Chalamoy, you heard the, the noise of the hammer, the smith's hammer in Yushalayim, meaning there was a lot of work done there, and he forbade that. He came along and he uh, and he answered it. So you see, Yavshayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavashayavash
Um, he says the low mode doesn't make any noise at all. It sounds more like a, a mallet or something, but it, it, it means that what was permitted is only things that don't, the things that don't make any noise at all. The chatzini is a kind of an instrument because it brought also that, that makes some sort of a noise. So again, uh, what Yochan can go for bad making any noise. What our Mishnah allowed was something that doesn't make any noise. But Papa says, no, it's very simple. Our Mishnah was speaking about before the Xerah. Yochan Kohen Gadol was speaking about after he made the Xerah was forbidden. But before the Xerah is what we're talking about in our Mishnah. And that's why it was allowed. Ravashi Yomar, Harbi Yosi. We're going to see in the next few blatter that there's machlogs from Yudah Yosi, things that are allowed. Rabbi is more mach. Rabbi Yosi is more permissive. And he is allowed it. Who says that when it comes to Chalamoy, you can only do work with, with a shinui, with, uh, do it in an irregular way, like an unprofessional way of fixing, uh, fixing the oven, fixing a, a lock, fixing a door. You only have to do with a shinui. That's not like Rabbi Yosi, because Rabbi Yosi allows it either way. So he says, in other words, Yochan Kodagol was going like Rabbi Yehuda, and Amish was going like Rabbi Yossi, who permits it, and that's the halacha. On Cholamoy, when we allow uh, people to raise the cavity of the door, the cavity is like the, uh, the socket in which the pivot fits in there, and if it doesn't fit, if it came loose, the door doesn't fit in anymore, or the door comes out, so you have to raise that cavity a little bit so that it'll fit in properly. The door won't fall off. Who, who uh, And we do that, Bismanazeh. According to whose opinion, do we do that, Bismanazeh, B'chalamoy? Come on, Kerebiosu. That goes like Kerebiosu is more matas. Kerebiosu is more matas. Kerebiosu is more machmer. And we're going, and our mission is going like Kerebiosu. <clears throat> so the mission, question to Yachalot, if you preserve some food and you preserve it something in a way, but you could you could eat, actually eat on Cholamoy, and it's not only something that's going to be eaten later on, that's allowable. So he tells a story over here. Bedisa, Bedisa was, a, it was the name of a river. Right? By the way, talking about names of rivers, um, if you look in the Mishnah, uh, it says over there that um, the very first Mishnah, uh, the, the, in the Rashi, rather, the first Rashi in the Mishnah, uh, Rashi says, Kosal Tana, we talk about the Merpesa, the Osan, the Oskid, like they have on the edge of the Rhinus River. Is that the Rhine River? That's the Rhine River, huh? So it, it, does that go into France also, or it's only, it goes from Germany into France, right? They don't say Frankfurt on Main is on the is on the Rhine River that goes down. So Rashi was referring to the Rhinus River, which is, uh, we have here, we have Rabbanim, there's a Rehov Rhinus in uh, Givat Shaul, right? And, you know, named after a rabbi whose name is Rabbi Rabrinus was the famous, uh, you know, the Chovet Zion, etc. And the point is apparently it's named after the river. So Rashi points out here that river. Any case, here's another river, Bedisa. Uh, we're at the two dots in the middle of Yudal Hamadal. Uh, Bedisa was a river, Leboy, at that place in that city or that uh, locality. Uh, Kivri, the, they were all fishermen there. They were fishermen there. Azukuyama, so they would, on Chalamoy, they would. Uh, they would capture the fish. They would, uh, hunt, uh, they would, you know, go fishing. I took They brought fish. Shalu Rav and Rav allowed them to salt them. In other words, to preserve them. Amalei Abaya. So Abaya said to Rav, "But tonight You're only allowed to preserve food items that can still be eaten on chalamoy, but you can't preserve stuff that's going to be eaten afterwards." Amalei. So Rav answered him. 
this kivan to be karadaitadachilasim, they brought them up initially to eat them. They were going to eat them right away. They they went fishing not to uh, not to freeze them or preserve them, but rather to eat them right away. But now maybe they had too many fish, or they couldn't eat them all. Be shavaklu, and if they would now leave them for after the for after yanta sadi, uh, they would get um, they would get spoiled and they would lose them. Then Then it's like a business venture or merchandise that's going to be lost. And in a case like that, Bishari, then you're allowed to uh, do the work with the Manchalamoy. In other words, what happened here was that, according to this opinion, he didn't allow them to go fishing. They went fishing to get some food for Yanta. They, they couldn't finish it all up, whatever. And they were planning on eating it. But then they couldn't eat it up or whatever. They changed their minds and they wanted to preserve it. So he says, if that's the case, then it's like having merchandise, which will be a loss, and anything that entails a loss, if it doesn't involve a lot of work, you're allowed to okay, do yeah. that work. Did you to go fishing? No, uh, so according to this opinion, he didn't allow them to go fishing, but they went, but he, he didn't have to allow them to go fishing because they only went fishing to get some food. They can fish to get food on Chalamoy. That's not a problem. Economy, but the other opinion here is, Economy Shaul Rabba made said, he allowed them to go fishing, remember, he allowed them to go fishing and bring it and salt it. So how did he allow them to do that, to go fishing? If, if you say, the first opinion was they, they went fishing to get some food for Chalamoyed or for Yanta. Then they decided to preserve it. Either they had too much food or whatever the reason was. So he said, okay, well, if you have the food already and it's going to spoil, then you're allowed to save it because it's a business loss, effectively. According to this opinion, he allowed them to go out and fish and bring the food and salt it. You're only allowed to do tanan. That's what we learned in the mission. Only things that you're allowed to, you're only allowed to preserve things that you're going to be able to eat on You can eat them. In other words, certain things, once you start preserving them, it takes weeks or whatever. It takes a long time and you can't eat them right away. But here, he says, if you want, they were going to preserve mealy for after yanta. But they could have eaten on chalamoid also. Why? Even though they put salt them, because you could squeeze out, you can press them and squeeze out the salt, put them in water, do it many times. They pressed the fish, they, they put it in water and pressed it out and squeezed out the salt. They pressed it 60 times and ate it. It means to say that if you if you press it, it's, it's you could still eat it on chalamoid or eat it on yantif, and therefore it was allowed in this case. And he allowed them to do it in advance. Because he says you could salt it, and if you want to eat it, you could eat it on chalamoid or yantif, and therefore it was permissible. Rabbi Rabbi went to the house of the exilarch of the Leishis, and they did that for him, and they they had some preserved fish there, and they squeezed it out, they pressed it, and squeezed out the salt, and he ate it, and therefore this is not even what he allowed them to do was to preserve it. Yes, they could have kept it for after Yantav, but it was it was it had the, they could have eaten it on Yantav also. It doesn't say you must eat it before Yantav. It just says as long as you have the ability to eat it on Chalamoid or on Yantav, that's okay, and you're allowed to do that. Ravikla lebei Rav Shviri went to the house of this Rav Shviri. They bought some fish. Tilsa bishula. A third was boiled. Tilsa milk. A third was salted. Tilsa and a third was fried or broiled. Amarab, and that's that's he ate the fish that way too. Apparently, maybe he, he pressed it a little bit, got rid of the salt, and maybe since only a third of it was salted, it was edible that way too. Amarab, Amarli Adotsaida, a famous fisherman by the name of Ada, he was called the fisherman Adotsaida Kabra. He told me the, the one who captured her fish for fish, the trapped fish, uh, he told me that Samach Lamesrache Mali, 
or, or rather, Adatsaida, the, the fish, the, that was his name, Adatsaida, Ada, the fisherman, uh, the one who captured fish. Kivra, that fish, the best time, the best tasting fish is fish right before it goes bad. Many things are like that. Fruits are like that too. Right before it's going to go bad is when it's the sweetest or most tasty. So he says here that uh, you take a look at Tosis over here. He says, He says, it's like uh, pretty dangerous to try and eat right before it goes bad because if it goes bad, you might get sick. Uh, he says, he says also it's good to drink uh, to drink water with it. Um, that that's good. And then, but here's the key, but the important part of the test. Maybe things are different today. Like we find many of the remedies that we find in shas. <laughs> They're not good today when we have a you know more of a uh, scientific knowledge of medicine, etc. But he tells you here tells us says many of the refuas that you find in shas they don't really work that well today. Meaning maybe then they work. Either things change, either they had no, think, they, had no they had no other way, or maybe things change. Nature change. Whatever it was, these things do change. We find Rashi says somewhere that even the um, <clears throat> the people the different. Um, uh, the different races of people uh, that some have uh, darker, lighter, uh, more squinty eyes, etc., was also a factor of the environment in which they lived. You know, that very sunny, whatever, whatever it was. So things changed over time. That's part of the uh, bria. It's not that, uh, not that uh, we don't believe in Darwinism. That you know, we started from cells or whatever. But things do change over time. And that's part of the natural bria. So here also, it could be that the refuas change. He says the refuas that we find in Shas, they don't work today. They're not so good today. Oh, Shema and Horus the bubble, Malavos, so maybe the rivers and bubble were different than the rivers that we have today in Europe. You know, that's what he says, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, he's talking about Shem Dam we shouldn't have, it's the different answers that Tosis gives for how to explain how to explain this idea that it's good to eat fish right before they get spoiled. Maybe not such a good idea, Bismana said. Okay, in any case, he gave him, he told him that advice. He, he said that, um, he told him that, I will give it to us from January 8th. Amarab, Amarab, Amaliada, so again, Adatsada told him this, Ada, the fisherman, told him another good line that Kivra, Tuvye Bachia, when you get fish, you, you uh, broil it or you um, fry it in its brother. What do you mean in its brother? In salt, because the fish, comes from the ocean, as does the salt. The salt also comes from the ocean. So that's his brother. They both come from the ocean. Asuke babua, and then you dip it, you, you rinse it off in its father, meaning its father, it's water, it comes from water. So you rinse it off in cold water. Mechle babre, you eat it with its son. What's the son? The gravy, the juices that come out of the, uh, the brine that comes out of the fish. You, you, you eat it with that. And Ishtialo, and then you drink with it water, you wash it down with water, which is also its father. It's like a little saying the fishermen have about how you prepare and eat the fish. Ramarab, only outside another thing that out of the fishermen told me that <clears throat> kivra, fish, tahli, cress, bechelba, and milk, litong gufa, after you eat those things, you should occupy your body, meaning take a walk, looking for you. Don't, don't occupy your bed. Don't go to sleep right after eating those things. Better to walk a little bit first. Yamarab, only outside of kivra, tahli, bechelba, these three things. Fish, cress, and milk. Maya below shikra. Afterwards, it's better to wash it down with water, not beer. And if and if uh, 
if you don't have any water, shikhar v'lochamer, better to use beer and not wine. Better that there's other advice that he gave. Again, those kind of things may help, may be good today or maybe not. Ask your local doctor, right? Um, right, okay. Um, that's right, after any meal, right? Hanulach mashkin beisashlach, that ends off the first parak. We'll come back to that Mirza Shev in a few years. And uh, we'll also, and this also uh, completes the, the, it's the first of three parak, and also about a third of the Mesech that we're through. It says the beginning, the, the beginning of the second parak. Mi shahafach es a person that prepared his olives for the olive press. And then the Iru Ovel, and unfortunately something happened. He became, he, he became an Ovel. He lost a family member and he was an Avelis and Ovel's not allowed to work. Oh, Onus or some other thing prevented him, some accident or some uh, happenstance, something happened that prevented him from, doing, from putting the uh, olives in the oil press. Osha to Apollo, he had hired workers to do the work and they didn't show up. Right, so towing car Rishona. So the Tanakhama says what he could do is it's going to be a whole loss if he prepared them. He took the olives off the trees and he out of the bales, etc. And he put them and he didn't do anything with them. He would wait a few days, a week or so. They might all go bad. So what he could do is he could pre, he could load the first load with the first beam uh, the beam. They put the beam on the first load. That will get them oozing out, and at least it won't be a total loss and will complete the work later on. then leaves the rest of it till after the Chalamoid. So the loss will not be great. Rabbi Yossi Omer, again, he said Rabbi Yossi is makled more than Rabbi Yudah. He says, Zoleif, you can continue uh, sprinkling on them. Klomenosla, he put them on the base of Bad. He could actually do it, soak it and squeeze them out. The Gomer finished the work. And he can even uh, bung the, the barrel that they put him in afterwards. Everything is necessary in the normal way. In other words, he says he continued the work because it's going to be a loss. So Rabbi Yudah says, it won't be such a big loss if at least you do just just allow the minimal. Just put the first. Uh, you can load the first load, but don't continue the work. Rabbi Yossi says you can continue the work because it's going to be a loss. So here we're talking about two things. It says avelus, right? It says iru abel. Oh, onus, or something prevented him from doing the work. Oh, she to pull him. Other workers uh, didn't show up. It says So he gives you the solution for chalamoi. What's the solution for being an avelus? Right, wait till he's finished with Shiva. Right, but he doesn't talk about that. He doesn't talk about that. So Gemara says Pasach Babel starts like Maravelis and the sign Bemoy. Then he tells you what to do. Leave it after Chalamoid. And Reb Yossi says, No, you can continue do it. You continue working in a normal way. Not a problem. You know, you just continue working in a normal way. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to do any any change at all because otherwise it'll be a loss. So what's going on over here? He tells you the solution for Chalamoid. He doesn't mention anything about Avelis. So there's two answers. The heter is only on Chalamoy. And on Chalamoy, Rabbi says, okay, you can load the first, the first load of the olives, meaning the first time that the beam hits them, that you're allowed to do. Rabbi says, you can continue on. But when you're an Avlo, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. You can't do it at all. And if you're an Avelos, you can't do anything. That's what, that's what Rabbi Shisha says. There is, there's no solution for an Avlo. An Avlo just has to bear the loss and he can't work at all. Whereas on Chalamoy, you can you can minimize the loss. That's that's the first answer. Rashi Omer, no, Lomi Boy Kamer, no, he means to tell you certainly. Lomi Boy, we may have Lodim Rabbanan. Avelis is all Rabbanan. It arises, a person's at only in only one day or until the funeral. But uh, Shiv is all Rabbanan. So he says, certainly Avelis, which is only Rabbanan over Shari, in case of a loss, you're allowed to. Alafila Moed, even Moed, even Chalamoy, this from Lachem Medo Raisa. Listen to this. Lachem is also Medo Raisa. Now, isn't this Rabbanan? 
we said, Cholamoy, the Issus Lavach Rashi says here, Beim Lachem Dal Rais Dursiv, as Chagamatos Tishmor Shivas Yomim. It tells you that it's also Midaraisa. So, how do the rabbis come along? Because the Rabbanan didn't, the, the Torah didn't specify what's also and what's mutter. So, the rabbi said, we only, we only answer things that don't involve a loss and that don't involve uh, a lot of work uh, and, and involve a lot of work and, and don't involve, but if there's a loss and there's not a lot of work, you're allowed to. The rabbis explained what the Issa Darais is. But Avelis is only Drabbanan. It's certainly Drab, certainly Avelis is only Drabbanan. And if there's a loss involved, you're allowed to do the work. But even Chalamoid, where there's an Issa Darais, but Makum Seder, where there's a loss, Shah Rabbanan, the rabbis allowed. Tanya Tabas Rav Shesha. A proof, though, is to Rav Shesha. Rav Shisha, it's Rav Shisha, Raid Rabibi, that no, an Abel can't do any work at all. There is no heter if there's a, if there's a loss. Here he tells us, Bryce, these things you would do for an Avel. What do you mean for an Avel? Meaning the Avel can't do it himself. These things you're allowed to do. If somebody's an Avel, you can do, you, on behalf of the Avel, you can do these things, but he can't do it while he's an Avel. What he can do, if his olives are prepared, you can load them for him. The Kadolog of in his barrel or his jar is ready to be bunged, ready to be closed. And you can do that for him. His flax is in the, is in the uh, soaking tank. And if you leave it in there, it's going to go bad. You got to take it out. All these things are going to involve a loss if you don't do them. You're allowed to do that. Similar or his wool is in the dying, the dying urn uh, where they put it in there. And if you, if you leave it in there, it's going to go bad. And you can sprinkle or his field. Marbus usually means sprinkle here. Rashi tells us that it's, a, it's all the same, meaning anything we're talking about irrigation at all. What do you mean by irrigating his field? Why irrigate his field now? Rashi explains that it's speaking about where uh, there was one water source and they would, everybody, every field would take, a, it's my turn this week to water. So they channel the water to my field. Next week, it's your turn. Let's say his turn works out just when he's an oval. So you can't, he can't do it himself. He can't do the work, but you could do it on his behalf. When it's his turn, his turn, his water. If he's got a plowed field and it's time to plant right now, this is the week to plant the field. Otherwise, you'll miss the opportunity. Uh, or Sodom is a, a, a field and it's, it's ready to plant right now. Next week, it won't be the right season. Or Sodom is the Pishtam. Or if it's, if, if it's a sudden year and his field is planting flax, this is the week that you're supposed to plant flax. Otherwise, you miss the season. Amrullah, they said, well, in you're right. If he, if he won't get the early, uh, the early seeding, the early sowing, he could do a later one. Like, you know, two months from now, there's also an opportunity to plant the, the flax. So they said, there's no answer for that. Rabbi says he could even do that, but they told him, no, there's not necessary. He could do a later one. Maybe this is the flax season, but there's no reason you have to do that while the guy's in our belt. Uh, he misses the flax, he'll buy the, uh, he'll plant some other, uh, some other crop. Okay, so we said so far, the Bryce says that an Abel is not allowed to do the work at all. Other people could do it for him if, if there's a loss, but he can't do it himself. Shimuel says, if his, if his olives are, are ready, you know, they, they're already ready at the press, at the olive press, he's the only guy who knows how to do it. We said before other people could do it for him if they know how to do it. If he's the only guy who knows how to do it, he's the only craftsman or skilled person. Uh, or similarly, Kadolaga for his barrel is, has to be uh, has to be sealed. He's the only guy who goes out to do His flax has got to be lifted out of the tank, and he's the only one that similar or pull his wool out of the dying urn. He's the only one else. He should do it. He should do it secretly. You know, she do it not publicly. She do it secretly 
so people shouldn't see. Yes, okay, no, more than Let's say he's a craftsman, he's a skilled person, but his job is to service other people. For example, uh, uh, he's, he's a skilled person. Let's say he's the only scribe or the only person who knows how to do something or a, a sapar is the only barber, Balani, so he, uh, he takes care of the bathhouse, the bathhouse of Tent Larabim. Bigia is a regular time has come, he's allowed to, even though he's an Avel, but here it's not just, he's the only person who knows how to do it, and it's a Saruch Rabbim. Similarly goes on, these are workers, and Aris takes a percentage uh, of the crop, and he gives a percent to the owner. So they work for a third or a quarter or a half, whatever the system is, or so so basically in this case, if he's an Aris and now he's an Avel and he can't do the work, so the owner's also going to lose out because the owner's only going to get a, a portion, a percentage of the work. If there's no work, there's no there's no portion. Or Hakira, let's say he he's uh, he leases it, so he paid a fixed amount, either a fixed amount of the produce or money, whatever, a fixed amount of the of the produce uh, goes to goes to the owner, and he's got to give that no matter what, whether he grows it or not, he's got to pay that amount or a cup running. Or a contractor who who's he's he's he pay he's paid an X amount of money, and if he doesn't do the work, it's going to be a loss. In these cases, also other people could do for the work for them. But let's say a, a, a donkey, an ass driver, or a camel driver, or a, a sailor, or barge uh, barge driver. There they're working for themselves, right? They're hired by the day. Uh, no reason for them to work. They're an availus. Let's say, though, somebody had paid them, somebody hired them for a month or two to do the work. And if they don't do the work, they're not going to get paid at all. It's a big loss. So here you see that if it's similarly, that if it's a big loss, like he's hired by the month or whatever, and if he doesn't do the work, he's not going to get paid. It's a big loss. He's allowed to do work. If he's hired by the day, he shouldn't, even in another city where they don't know that he's an he should do the work. The idea basically was a small loss. He's just going to lose this job today. He's not going to work today. Then he shouldn't work. But if it's a big loss, then he doesn't have to take that loss. Let's say somebody else was working. in his, Somebody else's work was in his hand. He was working for somebody else. Even though it's a contract work, he shouldn't do it because he could do it later on. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? It's just the opposite. Even though it's, even though it's contract work, just the opposite. if it's contract work, meaning he's paid X amount, he's paid by the piece, by the job. He's not paid by the hour, by the day. Then certainly he shouldn't do the work. You could just do it la- later. What do you mean? If it's goes below me, boy, and certainly if it's not uh, contract work, just in Adaraba, Kibolas, Kididei, Kididei Domi. If it's contract work, he's paid by the piece, then it's like his own. He shouldn't do the work. Wait till afterwards. Whether it's contract work or not, lo yasi, he shouldn't do work that, done, that he does himself basically, whether it's by the hour or by the piece. It's only when there's a big loss involved or other people are involved, meaning he's working for the tzibur, then Rashi says, and Rashi explains, uh, so it's it's a bigger, uh, um, so Rashi says over here, why? Because it's, it's a loss. So if they hired away for other people, so then it's going to be a big loss. He shouldn't do it. Rashi also says in the first case, uh, if, if, he's a, uh, he, if he's a serviceman, he serves other people, he's a bathhouse attendant or a, a, a tailor, uh, you know, or a, whatever, like a, a barber or whatever. So it's a loss for him. And it's also a tzorah problem. Then those things are mutter. 
But if it's something like working by the day, by the hour, by the piece, then he shouldn't do the work at all. Wait till after, wait till after the Abelis is over. Uh, if let's say he's doing work for other people in his house, shouldn't do it. Even other people shouldn't do it. Other people are working in his house, they shouldn't do it. But in somebody else's house, in other words, he has some work, but other people are doing the work in somebody else's house, then it's okay. Right? She says, like, let's say he's, he, they're doing work, uh, um, it's he's working for other people, but in his house, it doesn't look good. It looks like he's authorizing it and he's doing it. But if it's somebody else's house, it's okay. Uh, now we tell you a story. Marion Bure de Robin, this was his name. That was a Marion, Marion, the son of Robin. Umar Bre de Ravacha, Bre de Rava. The Mar, the son of Ravacha, the son of Rava. These were Hashiva people. Avalu Gamla, the Tura, Bahadiyadari. They had a yoke of oxen together. In other words, each one owned one shore, one ox, and they had the yoke together and they rented that out. Israel Yosef, Bamar, Bre de Ravacha, Bre de Rava. So the second, the second rabbi, Marbre de Ravacha, was in Avelis. So he he opened up the yoke. You know, he didn't want his animal to work on, on Chalamoid, even though by his animal not working, the other guy's animal won't work either. A great man like this, Abedach, he does this. He doesn't worry his own loss. Fine, he, he should absorb his own loss. If it's only his own loss. But he's not worried about other people's loss. We said before, if there's a tzorah for other people, you're allowed to work. But if he was hired uh, or uh, leased out to other people, and so it's their loss as well as his loss, because it's a, like for a month or two, we said that before, that if he's um, if other people, right? We said before, if they rented out to other people, either themselves or their animals, so it's not just that he's losing a month's salary, but it's also if it's if if your if your animal is uh, uh, the guy's an availus and his animal is rented out to somebody else. So if he says, "Well, I'm an availus, I'm not going to have my animal work," it's a loss to the other guy. Uh, it's a chaveliyasu. But who sabar and this mar bray mar rava felt adam chashiv shiny. It's different with the prominent people. They come from a prominent family. Not that it was Gaiva, but he felt it was a prominent family and people see him working, his animal working, even though, you know, uh, and it could be that they're both prominent, both him and the other uh, Marion Bere de Rabin. They were both come from Hashimah people. So there he's working, and he's an Avelis. It shouldn't look like he's doing work. So therefore, even his partner would also have to suffer in this case, but that's the proper thing to do. So you see this idea, Aram Hashimah, a prominent person, at the top of your base, Makabakalos Betochatchum, now, this is gets into the issue of Shabbos. When you allow to give work, let's say you give work to a guy. We have the Gemara and Shabbos says that you can give work to a Goyish uh, cleaner, uh, a dry cleaner, or you know, a, a fuller who clean, cleans your clothes. You give it to him right before Shabbos because he's paid by the piece, basically. And he can do the work after Shabbos. It's not your concern whether he does the work. And also the work that he does is done that's in and nobody really sees. It's not like out in the open. It's not indoors. Then people don't really see that his work being done. And he's not... He didn't really tell the guy to do it on Shabbos. He doesn't care if the guy does it on Shabbos or any other time. So Maccabi was if they accept contract work with Tochat Chum in, in the Chum Shabbos, meaning nearby, also, you can't give them work. Yes, the fuller, yes, in that case. But otherwise, let's say to give work uh, that, uh, that's going to be seen by the public, uh, you don't give that work to, uh, to Goyim on Shabbos, that they're going to do the work possibly on Shabbos. Also, it, within the Chum, because people will say, oh, this is Yankel's work that he gave him. 
But let's say the people are far away. The guy is far away. Of course, you're not. You're, you're, you give him the work. Then it's okay. Outside the even if it's outside the tchum, outside two thousand amos, outside the city. It's only if there's no city with Jews in it who live nearby. But if there's another Jewish city there, also because people say, look, Yanko gave his work to these people. So even if it's far away, but if there's a city nearby to where those workers are, then it doesn't look good because it looks like he maybe he told them to do the work on Shabbos and that's forbidden. Even if there's no city nearby, that's only on Shabbos and Yantav. Nobody's going there. And people take Piyulim on Cholamoy, right? People are traveling there. So even if there's no city nearby there and it's outside the Tchum, then it's Osir. Then it's Osir. Again, you see that work that you can't do on Cholamoy, you shouldn't give to a guy to do either. That's also forbidden. Uh, this rabbi, Marzutra, son of Rav Nachman, had himself built a big, a big house, a mansion, a palace uh, by workers outside the Tchum. Apparently, it was on Cholamoy. They went up there below Lagabe and protest. They sort of they didn't want to go in. You know, they they wanted to show their displeasure uh, that uh, they didn't want to go into the house because uh, it was built on Cholamoy. He himself didn't go in. He himself didn't go in. It was done maybe against his will. He, he, or he wanted to show that uh, he didn't want to go in there in Chalamoy, that people shouldn't think that he had it built on purpose on Chalamoy. And this was outside the Tchum. He said he built it outside the Tchum. And as he had it built, you know, in uh, some place, some place far away. So why why would the, why did they feel that they shouldn't go in? Adam Chashem Shine, here he was in Marzutra, was an Adam Chashem, a prominent man, that it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, even if technically it's, it's permitted for a regular company. That his servants helped them with the straw. In other words, that it was even worse because not only did he give it to them as a contract job, and technically, if he wouldn't be a prominent person, it would be mutter outside the tchum, if they're outside the tchum. But over here, his own workers helped with the straw, and therefore that doesn't look good. He allowed the, uh, they call this the Masadri Shachanos, the table stewards. Uh, who fixed the tables in the in the house of the exilarch, he allowed them he allowed them to fix tables on Cholamoy. Omar, even the agar lo they're not getting paid for this. What this is, is meaning is that it's simply their own profit. Why? Because they eat there too. In other words, they're not doing it for him. They're doing it themselves because they're able to eat on these tables. So it's their own profit, but less the less bun, there's no uh, isra at all. Again, if you give contract work to people to do it after Chalamoy, that you're allowed to. You can give work to uh, contract work to people to do it after Chalamoy, that's okay. But to do, do it on Chalamoy, anything you could do yourself, you could tell a guy to do, can you do it after Chalamoy? You can't do you can't um, uh, you can't uh, uh, you can't give to a guy to do anything you yourself can't do. Tanya, another price says, People who accept contract work on Chalamoy, you could do that. 
you can accept work to do after Chalmod. You shouldn't measure up. You shouldn't weigh. You shouldn't count. When you give out the work, you don't do it like you do in the weekdays. So even if you give the work to be done after the Chalmod, but you shouldn't sort of like help them along and show them what to do by counting and measuring and stuff like that, things that you don't do, uh, you don't do it the way you do during uh, during the regular weekdays. All right, we'll stop here. Tomorrow's Monday. And it's a little shorter time. So we wanted to get ahead a little bit here. We're at the Tunnel of Honor now, halfway down the page. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mitchum. Have a good day. Shavuot. Okay, for you, the Kulam.